how do you start a podcast? Like, like truly, how do you start a podcast? I guess you uh, start with an introduction. So hi, I'm Emily. I'm a wife. I'm on the three. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I'm mostly a woman with a calling from God with a little tap on the shoulder that I haven't been able to get to go away for like three years. So here I am in my office. My kids are at school. I just put my dog in the backyard and I'm starting a podcast. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Welcome to We Have This Hope. This is a podcast about the study of scripture, the art of remembering, and the practice of telling. We'll explore the ways God calls his people to remember in scripture and hear stories of hope anchored in the beautiful and ancient practice of remembering. So why a podcast? If you're listening to this right now, episode one, I'm going to assume it's because you know me, you're a friend of mine, maybe you're related to me. Um, Or you did the Bible study covering Ezra and Nehemiah with us this summer where we recorded some recap episodes into this podcast, sort of as a way for me to test out what's it like to teach into a microphone and to record something. Um, But all of this is the fruit of something that God's been calling me to for several years. To catch you up to the latest in that, I'm going to start in March of 2022, March of this year. In March, uh, my friend and pastor John had asked me if I would teach the Ash Wednesday service at our church, and I really didn't want to do it, but I also really wanted to do it. It was one of those things that I was like, yep, I have to say yes to this. This is going to be hard. This is going to put me out of my comfort zone, but yes. And the reason is because I had felt this nudge from God for several years in the realm of studying God's word and teaching it in some context. I think what I'm learning about the call of God in our lives is that it's slow, that it's simple, and that it comes into clarity as we ask him to clarify it. So My whole walk with God, I've wanted a flashing neon sign, and that's really not how I have experienced God. Um, What I've experienced is this slow and quiet and gentle and kind tapping on the shoulder, and that's what teaching Ash Wednesday was for me. It was the beginning of me listening to the tap on the shoulder. This podcast is the continuation of that. When John asked me to teach Ash Wednesday, I knew immediately that I was going to talk about remembering. Everywhere I went, this word was following me around. I would hear it in song lyrics. I would see it in writing in an ad or a billboard. And it was all over the scripture that I was reading. In fact, at that time, so gearing up for Lent, I was listening to this Andrew Peterson song called Remember Me. And I could not get the song out of my head. I sang it. I would listen to it. It was everywhere. In fact, I told my husband, Dustin, I said, okay, I guess my next tattoo, and I'm not really a tattoo person, is going to have to be remembered because this word will not leave me alone. So in the coming weeks, we're going to unpack a lot of what I taught at Ash Wednesday. And that is, what is remembering? Why does it matter? What does God's word have to say about it? Spoiler alert, God's word has to say a lot about remembering, 
enough that I think we can build a whole podcast on this practice, this art, this discipline of remembering. But hand in hand with that goes studying scripture. The other part of this call and this like hunger that I've had, this curiosity that I've had is a call and a desire to study scripture with women, with people who have never experienced scripture in a way that really like lights them up, in a way that um, makes them hungry, in a way that anchors them, in a way that changes the way that they view the world and the kingdom of God. I started following Jesus as a pretty young kid, middle schooler, youth group kid, your classic, like went to camp, came home on a spiritual high, lived my regular life, went on all the mission trips. That was my story. And it's a beautiful story. I love it. There's so much to share about what God has done. But it wasn't until I was in college that I really ever learned to study the Bible on my own. And so when I got to college, I started hearing about this woman named Beth Moore. And she was a Bible study teacher and I could go to the local Mardell and buy her Bible study and do her study with some of my sorority sisters. And I remember I bought this study called Breaking Free by Beth Moore. It's still out there. I 1000% recommend it. It changed my life. But I remember I bought this study at Mardell and I would sneak up to like the fourth floor study hall of my sorority house. And I would get into like the little window cubby with my Bible and I just like... It was like I could not resist the word of God. And I spent, I mean, almost a year probably on that study. It goes through Isaiah 61. So the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And it goes on. It's this beautiful prophecy of the Messiah. And when I was my junior year of college, I went on a a summer long mission trip to a little country called Estonia. And while I was in Estonia, I finished this study while I was sitting by myself on an early morning on the beach of the Baltic Sea. So I'm in this beautiful spot. I'm looking out on the ocean and I'm finishing this study. And I remember I just wept. I just wept because I thought I finally understood that God had, not only had he saved me, but he had saved me to live in freedom in the here and now. It wasn't just my ticket to heaven when I die. It was so that I could experience the freedom of Christ in my everyday life and live as a woman in the kingdom of God, in the here and now. It changed my life. And from that point forward, through highs, lows, dry seasons, camp highs, whatever you want to call it, It was that moment where the word of God pierced my heart and changed my life, and I never want to go back. I think there's a lot of people, women in particular, who have a story similar to mine. They grew up in the church. They believed Jesus as a child. They maybe were passionate as a teenager. They were a youth group kid, or maybe they were curious, but they've never really experienced what it was for the word of God, the Bible, to come alive for them, to capture their attention and hold their attention in a way that was transformational, that it's always been a thing that we believe in, but I'm, I'm busy, I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm disinterested, whatever it is, I think there's a lot of women who can relate to this idea of never having really experienced God 
through reading the Bible on their own. After teaching Ash Wednesday, I had a mega vulnerability hangover. Like, I was in a fog the whole next day. I wasn't really sure, like, oh, did that go well? Did that not go well? What was the point of that? What's next, God? And what I was met with in the coming weeks was just an incredible amount of affirmation. And I don't say that to, like, toot my own horn. I say that in explaining how I got here. And one of those instances was a stranger, a person I don't yet, I didn't yet know at church came up to me like two weeks later. And in affirming what, uh, affirming how things went that, that evening that I taught, he said to me, you need to keep doing this. And I, my eyes filled with tears. I'm not really a crier. My husband was standing behind me and I think he knew that I had kind of been like, what's next? And this person saying to me, you need to keep doing this. That was, that was really like what I needed, uh, the encouragement that I needed from God in that moment to say, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's time. And so friends, that's a very long way of explaining why I'm starting a podcast. I want to help people study scripture on their own. And so we're going to break down, how do I do that? How do other people do that? What's a way that we can look at scripture where it's not so intimidating We're also going to talk about remembering this art, this discipline, this rhythm that I think the people of God have been called to do since the beginning of time. I believe that remembering is a discipline that can stir our affections, that can deepen our faith, that can restore our hope, and that can anchor our lives. So what comes next for the We Have This Hope podcast? Well, We're going to study scripture together. We're going to dive into the book of Proverbs using three questions. This is a technique that's not brilliant, not anything new and different, but it works. I find it works. We used it over the summer with a group of women when we studied the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. And so we'll dive into that going through Proverbs this fall. We're also going to hear stories of remembering. So stories from people as they remember an experience, an encounter, a season of life, and hopefully it will stir your affections and your desire to remember. Thanks for listening today. As I have been trying to muster up the courage to sit down and actually start this thing that I said I would start, Um, I have been thinking about all the people in my life and in the world who create content, who put their work and their words and their faces out there for people to see. And I'm just blown away by the courage and the vulnerability that it takes to do that. Honestly, it inspires me. I am not naturally inclined to those things. So this is me following in the footsteps of some amazing people, inspiring people. Um, Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting your work out there. I'll be coming at you next week, either from the office where my dog sleeps or the floor of my closet where the acoustics are great and my children can often not find me. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.